Today, I want to talk about three lessons that I've learned from a billionaire, one of the most successful men in the world. But these three lessons have transformed my business. In fact, it's fair to say they're the foundation, the bedrock on which my business has been built for decades. I'm not a billionaire, but I do have a multi-million euro business that's thrived for almost four decades. It's been founded upon these three principles that I'd love to share with you. Welcome to the Inner Entrepreneur, a place where soul meets strategy and passion meets profit. Success in business is more than mastering the external. It's an internal game. Ready to play? Hi, I'm Paul Ryan. If you're an entrepreneur or business owner listening to this podcast, it's likely you run a small business. Now, I know this because 99% of all businesses are small businesses. They have revenues of less than 10 million euro and employ less than 20 people. So how can the advice of a billionaire, one of the wealthiest business owners in the world, relate in any way to your and my business? Well, I've been in business for almost four decades, so it's fair to say that we have been doing something right. And not only have we thrived for four decades, but now my business is run by a great management team, which means not only do I have financial freedom, but I have the time freedom, which is the most valuable and precious gift you can give yourself and give your family. My business is founded on three eternal principles that I have learned from a billionaire. Many things will change in your business and adaptability is one of the keys to success in business. But these three principles do not change. Let's jump on in. To be a billionaire, well, obviously you've achieved great wealth, but many don't have great lives. In fact, many are miserable. They may have wealth, but they've really poor life quality and little peace of mind. I don't know if you've ever listened to the Founders podcast, and if you haven't, I would highly recommend it. But in the Founders podcast, they review successful people going back through generations. And a common thread you see that the most successful people, they're really wealthy, they're billionaires, are enormously driven people. They're hugely driven for success, but often they're just miserable. They're not happy. That's not the path for me. Wealth without peace of mind and a great quality of life. Well, for me, it's not wealth, it's poverty. And that's not what I'm shooting for. I've always been an obsessive learner, reading every day, studying, listening to podcasts, attending courses. But one of the wisest men I have ever come across is Charlie Munger, Warren Buffett's partner in Berkshire Hathaway. Not only is Charlie one of the wealthiest men you'll come across, Munger is one of the wisest men I have ever listened to. But Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett are very unusual among billionaires. Look, all billionaires are smart. They're highly intelligent. If they weren't, they wouldn't be that financially successful. But not so many are wise. Not so many have the practical wisdom that allows them to live a great life, not just be really, really rich. And if you're really rich and you don't live a great life, what's that about? What's the point? What have you achieved? For me, that would be very little. I loved an interview many years ago in which Charlie Munger was asked, Charlie, how is it you live in the same house you've lived in for 40 years? In fact, I think it's a house that Munger actually 
designed himself. That Charlie Munger could live in any house he wanted in the entire world. He could have a house in every country in the world. The man's a billionaire. So why had he lived in the same relatively modest house for 40 years? And his answer was quite simple, but really, really wise. He said, well, we had lots of children and we could have raised them in a palace, in a mansion, but we didn't think that would be good for them. He felt that just a relatively normal family home was the best place to raise his family. Look at how many children of the really, really wealthy, successful people are messed up. They seem to have no ability to actually function properly in a balanced way in life. And they end up doing crazy things and alcohol and drugs. And Munger has avoided that for his children and brought them up in a really balanced, normal family way. What an amazing gift to give to your children, to your family. So let's jump into the three lessons from Charlie Munger that are the bedrock of my business. The late Charlie Munger has so often been asked the secret to his success and he says the same thing. He says, it is so simple, but people, they won't do it. Charlie Munger's first lesson about business is that great businesses are rare. So when you find one, realize you found a gem. Now, if you want to start a business or maybe you want to find and buy a business or you're already in business, understanding that great businesses are rare and identifying that you have found or are in a business that is great is really, really important. And when we talk about a great business, we're not talking about the sector or we're talking about the industry. We're really talking about a business that is sustainable, a business that you can get into and you could stay in it for decades. And that means providing products or services that have longevity. Look for something that people will use for decades to come. And of course, if you can find yourself in a business that has that long-term sustainability, you will need to be adding value. You will need to be providing some niche that allows it to be sustainable for you to stay in that business. You need to be doing something that's not easy to replicate. So once you can find a business that has long-term sustainability and is not that easy to compete with the exact niche you're in, you have found a great business. Now that sounds hard. Of course it sounds hard. Look, if it was easy to find a great business, they wouldn't be great businesses because they would be everywhere. But if you're listening to a podcast, you're an entrepreneur or you're a business owner or you want to be an entrepreneur, and that's the path you've chosen. If you want to be a successful business, you need to find or build a great business. And sustainability of that business is key. So you found or you're building a great business. And the second secret is finding great people. I know you will also kick back and go, sure, great people are really, really hard to find. But you know, you get what you tolerate. And the reason most business owners don't have great people in their business is because they tolerate mediocrity. Now, I'm not going to do a rant on that in this episode. If you roll back to episodes 10 and 11, we did a deep dive in culture and you're going to hear lots about the importance of what you tolerate in a business and how that impacts on whether or not you have a great culture. But when you find a great business, you need to have a great culture. And when you create a great culture, you will find it so much easier to attract good people and you'll find it so much easier to keep those good people. It makes another great point about having great people in your business. 
So he tells us, if you have great people in your business, 80% of your problems will disappear. Now, I found this to be true because I can look back to a time when I had a lousy culture in my business and just not a great team. I also have a situation where today I have a great culture in my business and a great team. I can remember sitting in my office one day with my COO and we'd had meeting after meeting. And I sat back in my chair and I said to him, we spend 80% of our meetings talking about internal problems in the business, dealing with problems that are not helping us develop and grow the business caused by people who we'd rather not have in the business. And what I found is once we took the time and we cleared out people in the business who really shouldn't be there and we brought in really high caliber people, people were, who were a cultural fit in the business, we just raised the bar. And in raising that bar, without question, 80% of our problems disappeared. We found we now had probably 100% of our time focused on growing and developing the business. Instead of our energies being focused on fixing internal problems, our energies were being fixed on how can we grow, how can we develop our business. It's such a much better place to be in. And let me tell you, as a business owner, if you ever have plans to step back from your business or have a management team in your place, that cannot be done unless you get a great team and build a great culture. So from my experience, Charlie Munger hit the nail on the head. And Munger and Buffett recognized if they were going to buy a business, if they were going to invest in a business, they wanted a really great management team because they knew if the business had a great management team, 80% of the potential problems would never exist. They'd never hear about them. But if they had a lousy management team, it would be problem after problem. So not only did he want a great business, but he wanted a great team. So whatever business you have, transforming your team into a great team is going to make a massive difference. It really is going to take 80% of your problems and eliminate them. Fundamentally, great people are found and kept in your business when you have a culture of win-win. Win-win has also been one of the principles Munger speaks so often about. In my business, win-win is as follows. There's three points to it. The first is win-win with my people. Look, nobody gets out of bed on a Monday morning to make Paul Ryan rich. That is, except me. The people who work for me, they come in to create great lives for themselves. So I become successful by creating an environment where they can be successful. I understand that they come in to do the best for their lives, to make great lives for themselves. So they have to win and I have to win as well. That's a win-win. I want to win in business, but I want my people to win also. And that's really important. So if I go find good people, they're encouraged to work for me and they want to stay because they know I want them to win. Second thing is we want our clients to win. I have clients that have been doing business with us for decades because it's a win-win relationship. We're not trying to do one deal with them. We're trying to provide a really good product, a really good service, and have them do business for a very, very long time. And we deliver that by wanting them to win and wanting us to win. And the third thing in our business is wanting our partners to win. Now, we're a distribution business, and that means we don't make our own products. We import products from large manufacturers and we sell those products. We have relationships with some of our partner manufacturers, again, for decades. 
how do we manage to get relationships that last for decades by win-win? Because we do a very good job for them and they're winning. They're winning in the market. We represent them. And of course, they have to want us to win as well. And when between the people, the clients and the partners, you have a win-win approach, it leads to a very sustainable business. So point two, find great people. Keep those people in your business. I said earlier that thankfully I have financial freedom and time freedom because I have a great team and building that great team and getting that great team to run the business for me is about win-win. They have to be winning, not just me, not just the business. Point three, I suppose it's the simplest of all. You find a great business, you have great people, then you got to stay there. Most of Munger and Buffett's wealth came from just staying where they were, finding great businesses, buying great businesses and holding on to them for the longest time, for decades and decades and decades. Keith Cunningham, one of my great mentors, has a great expression. He says, you've got to get in line and stay in line. You've got to start something and you've got to stick it out. You've got to be one of the people that stay to the end because that's how you win. And most people never become successful simply because they don't stay in anything long enough to be successful. They move, they jump from one thing to the next. That is not how Munger built his wealth. Charlie Munger built his wealth by finding great opportunities, finding great businesses and staying there for a very, very long time. And you know, that's exactly how I built wealth also. We have both gotten into great businesses that had sustainability and stayed there for decades. We hired great people and created a great win-win culture. Look, I know this is very simple. I know it's not sexy, but it's just what works. Charlie Munger says, it's so simple that most people won't do it. Are you one of the people that will do it? Or are you one of the people that won't do it? The choice is yours. Speaking as someone who has followed this approach, for decade and follow these principles for decade. I'm just going to say that it's worth it. The payoff is big, but the payoff takes time. And only few can stick it out. This is why so few people are successful and so few people are wealthy because it's not an easy game, but it's relatively simple if you just follow the guidelines and do it and stick with it. You've got to stay in the game long enough to be successful. The lessons in today's episode are simple and from one of the wisest men that ever walked the planet. I offer them freely, do them what you will. But as I always finish with, if you don't take action, nothing changes. Thanks for listening. Till next week. Thank you for listening to The Inner Entrepreneur. If you found value in our content, please consider liking, sharing, and subscribing. Until next time, take care.